When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a finish. First game of the Chapel, Hadley comes down to this. The last ball, four runs needed. The Flames burst above the side screens at respective ends. Tim Salvi up against Tim Davids. Right hand quick against right hand batsman. David hits powerfully to the onside. Into a gap, a deep pocket. He's won the game. Tim David. A brilliant, brilliant cameo at the end. Alongside his heroic captain Mitch Marsh, who's put on a clinic himself with seven sixes. But Tim David has come in and slammed the door on New Zealand's face. And Australia win with a last ball thriller at Sky Stadium. The Chapel Hadley is here with a bang. Australia get home. Also part of the commentary team for SEN was New Zealand cricket legend Chris Harris. The all-rounder played 23 tests for the Kiwis, 251-day internationals, and he joins us on the line. Uh, Chris, great way to start the, uh, the the series between the two countries. Morning, guys. Yeah, what a fantastic first game. I mean, I'm always excited the first match of a series, and, and what an absolute banger. I mean, that was fantastic. And, and hopefully, even the excitement that Australia got across the line, that the excitement still came through. And, um, well, Daniel McCarty was doing ball by ball. I thought he did a wonderful job. Um, and, yeah, it was just it was a pleasure to be there live and watch quality cricket like that. I mean, both teams, from a batting perspective, were absolutely phenomenal. And it just shows this is going to be a spectacular series, which is exciting. For those who weren't tuned in last night, 32 to win with nine balls remaining. Tim David on strike. What were you thinking in the commentary box, Chris? I was thinking, I actually did turn to Daniel McCarty and said, these last two balls of this penultimate over from Adam Milne are crucial. Um, Unfortunately, he got his length wrong, got a couple of length balls, and it just, Tim David just showed the reason that Australia have, um, you know, a big believer in his, just the power that he possesses. And when he hit those two sixes, I said, I think we've lost this. Um, you know, it, it meant that I think it brought it down to 15 or 16 off the last over. Um, if, any, if only one of those had gone for six, you know, 22 off the last over is a big ask in, in, in any man's game. But, um, yeah, those two sixes from Tim David. Actually, his old innings, 31 from 10 balls. I mean, Mitch Marsh was exceptional with seven sixes himself and played a, a brilliant innings and bowled superbly. But that Tim David innings was the difference between the two sides. But it was just... It was just a phenomenal game of cricket and a pleasure to be there and to call it. Uh, Ratchan Ravindra, who we, who we uh, got to know through the World You don't like World him Cup. much, do you? <laughs> we, 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 did, we didn't know much about Ratchan. And I, I guess even Kiwis who don't follow the game very closely didn't know a whole lot about Ratchan Ravindra before the World Cup. But he had one hell of a World Cup and uh, his form continues. Yeah, absolutely set himself up in lights in the World Cup, didn't he, with a, a great 100 against Australia and two others. So he scored 300s in the World Cup, which on yep. its own is absolutely phenomenal. He's come home, got an opportunity in Test cricket, scored a double 100. Um, and ironically, probably our most informed batsman, I thought 
at the start of his innings, he struggled more than most. I think at one stage he was nine from 12 and he was cloffing it, wasn't hitting it great. And then all of a sudden, um, Zampa came on, who's one of Australia's go-to men in the T20 game with ball in hand. Um, and he just took him apart. Now, I think that got him underway. And he hit, as I said, I think he ended up hitting six sixes himself. Um, and from a slow start, it ended up being a phenomenal innings. But it's, it's no question that he's certainly well-known in Australia and New Zealand now after his last couple of performances. You do like to see a bowler get on top and because it doesn't happen very often in, in 2020. Uh, I thought Lockie Ferguson was outstanding. And Mitchell Santner, um, he, he had... He had Mitch Marsh tied up, and he and he nearly got him a few times. Uh, I, I thought Santner's last over was was almost enough to to get the Kiwis home. Yeah, it was a great point. I, like I think actually Ish Sodi was put under pressure as well, and I think Ish Sodi bowled an over which I think only went for say maybe nine or ten, and then Mitch Santner followed it up with his over, um, which at the time I thought was was crucial as well because it just. I mean, as an Australian, watching everyone thinking, oh, you've got to get up with the rate. You've got to try and mm. score some more boundaries. And I thought both of those guys did an exceptional job. But it's fair to say all the bowlers at different times last night were put under so much pressure because of the quality of, of batsmanship and the power that both teams showed. And, and, and by New Zealand standards, it was quite a inexperienced and young middle water for us, but they absolutely delivered. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 it could have easily been a match-winning over that one from Mitch Santner. But I thought Australia probably, although they made a couple of mistakes outfielded us, we missed a couple of opportunities in the deep to get rid of you did. Um, Mitch Marsh yeah. at the end, which would have been the difference. Yep. Just speaking more uh, broadly just about the T20 cricket, we you know we have a Big Bash summer. Um, it, it's ratings again. Crowds were fantastic for the Big Bash. New Zealand, T20 cricket, uh, you know, fantastic night out where you have 431 runs. Bigger than ever. Chris, what's your overview of T20 cricket um, there in New Zealand? Well, I think when your game's like that, it's exciting. It's certainly got a, a, um, a slightly different audience, probably a younger audience to the longer formats. But, um, you know, and, and so I think any time we can develop a format or a game in cricket that brings us a new audience is, is great for the game. Um, you know, the traditionalists call it sort of hit and giggle. But, you know, if we, if we look at the skills that were on display um, last night, it's pretty hard to say it was hit and giggle. I think it's, um, you know, games like that, it's exceptional. I find it a very, very tough game for the bowlers. Um, occasionally the bowlers get their way when they get on a surface that holds up a little bit or often there's a bit of swing or scene. But when you get on a surface like they gave us at um, Sky Stadium last night and it was a drop-in pitch, it was just a phenomenal batting wicket with slightly short square boundaries. And it's fair to say the bats prospered. So, um, as I said, if you get games like that, oh, I think it's a terrific format. Uh, just a well, quick one from Matt. Just a quick one from yes. Matt before we get you said. The, the finish to last night's game uh, in New Zealand needed just one thing, underarm from the Kiwi bowler. <laughs> Last ball. <laughs> yeah, we, hey, we would, we would never do that. Look, to be fair, Glenn Phillips had a chance to stop it. It was, it was funny because it probably wasn't Glenn Phillips' best night in the field, and he's n- normally phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, he's quick mm. to the ball and, and he doesn't miss many opportunities. He, he missed one, you know, deep square to get rid of Mitch Marsh. And then that one, he tried to slap it back. And it, although it was extremely tough, it sort of went under his hand. So yeah. you could see how disappointed he was at the end, lying on the ground, punching the ground. So I think he thought he should have done better. But um, I'm sure he'll make up for it in the rest of the series. Yeah. And we'll get into tomorrow night. Um, prediction, will there be changes, anything different? Or are we in for a run fest again? No, we're in for a run fest at Eden Park. Slightly different um, 
shaped ground. This time the boundary's straight, a short, and bigger square. So you'll see the, all the seamers from both teams bowling a little bit shorter. Um, I'm not sure what Australia will do with their side. Um, I believe that um, Matthew Wade might be on the way over, so I'm not sure whether he'll come in. Um, don't think Steve Smith will break into this um, side after that performance last night from the Aussies. And I'm pretty sure Trent Bolt will come in from Tim Southey. Um, so it'll be pretty much more of the same. It's going to be um, an absolute run fest over here and, and must-watching. Yeah, exciting way to start the series. Uh, look forward to tomorrow night's game in Auckland. Uh, Chris, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Anytime, guys.